0: Good evening, friends. Welcome back to the Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined, as always, by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How's your Wednesday?
1: Uh, pretty good. I think you know exactly how my week has been. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are recording in person once again. I'm on a uh, sort of uh, shakedown, dry run, RV trip. Um, I got my my new vehicle for towing the the camper that i've it's pretty nice by the way i don't know if i've talked about that on the show before yeah um
1: that is that is a nice jeep you've got yeah Yeah. we don't have we we pictures you can post somewhere on the the shit net
0: yeah it's a, a 2015 uh white jeep grand cherokee diesel edition
1: yeah so yeah, it sounds like it sounds like the yeah blah, 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 blah. when
0: you're when you're outside. It's just a little. It idles quieter than any diesel. Ever yeah, it's seen, not loud. It, it
1: just has the, the rumble. It has the, the,
0: the diesel, diesel sound. Yeah, yeah, which is
1: yeah. So, so he's. Uh, I've got a uh, uh, those listeners who obviously have not been to my house. Uh, Danielstown has uh, or Savage Land has a uh, huge friggin' driveway, right? Like yeah, you're on a
0: corner lot. There's yeah. a big driveway, so. so
1: it's got on the side this thing, and I can feel like you know, eight. Ten cars into my, mm-hmm. into my thing so if it's nicely it, like it's not a big deal for the camper to be there um, yeah that's, it's not blocking your no, car you're not, not doing anything so it's it's worked really nice but anyway that goes to the how, how, how's my week been like we you've been you've been here for most of the week and fortunately been able to do a bunch of cool stuff
0: do some stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: I had had a small cookout mm-hmm. on our Labor Day Labor Day in America here we had a what is that thing is it just we work and want a day off for a free day Americans are weird.
0: Yeah, in a, in many ways more than one. I, I saw a thing online last weekend that was like, Labor Day is a day where we celebrate the working man while, um, we all get a day off and they still have to work serving us at grocery stores, at grocery stores, <laughs> at grocery store, right, delivery yeah. food and so forth. Yeah.
1: Well, th- those listening not in America, this holiday is a not real holiday that we just get off for free and, and right. most of us do it's, it's a national holiday so the people who respect national holidays so but there are grocery stores and still stuff
0: i know a out. handful of other countries have a some yeah. form of of labor what
1: is what is the ease or the sorry not eu uh british's boxing day what is that it similar
0: that's a day right after christmas christmas okay um i'm not sure what it's about yeah i think they have like a labor day type thing as i'm sure well, that so. they do um i know japan has one there's just called well, it's called something in Japanese, but in English it's called Labor Thanksgiving. So it's like... Makes sense. It's like thanking that it's like what we... You Thanks know, for like a job that I have. Secretary's Day or something.
1: So I don't have to work it. That is, it is just conceptually weird. I just think... I
0: that. don't know if it's that. I think it's supposed to be like the employers thank oh. their 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 workers, yeah. their laborers. I have a
1: feeling that it was probably brought about by unions, though. Forced, forced in, I can't see the corporate office national being like,
0: or it's, or it's the other way or a bunch of like corporate one percenters like lobbied for this holiday so that they wouldn't have to like actually treat their employees well. (laughs) That, that makes more plausible. (laughs) The the token uh, gesture.
1: Token gesture. So there we go, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we had our our token gesture holiday Mm -hmm. on Monday. And, and the biggest thing for us here in America is that it's just a four—it's a three-day weekend. Three-day weekend, and, yeah. And we get to, to politics do
0: politics aside. To most people, it just yeah. means three-day weekend. Three-day weekend. It's also it also marks the end-ish of our proper holiday summer season.
1: Yeah, not it's, summer equinox thing, but yeah, it's thing. not.
0: Yeah. It just in the calendar. It it starts with Memorial Day, which is in May, which is a you know um, fallen soldiers. Yeah. Oh right. Memorial. Yeah yeah memorial, memorial day, day. Uh, that's in the spring labor day is in the fall and summer is in between and which is which is the
1: most important thing that for most people is that that's when the pools open and that's when the pools close. pools
0: campgrounds yeah. uh big theme parks will have different rates during those times that's so when people go on family when so places
1: they they like california close their pools
0: i don't think so like in florida florida yeah, yeah, ho- ho- just ho- always just always open yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if it's hot, why would you shut them off? Right. right so, okay. Right. Well, for us in the Midwest, uh, Memorial yeah. Day and Labor Day are the two marks. And, and we have, it used to be when I was, when I was a wee old kid, <laughs> uh, that they would, um, school would usually start around Labor Day. I, mm, I remember. Right. Going back to school. And historically, when you didn't have air conditioning in schools, you didn't want them to go to school in the summer anyway. So right, Labor right. Day was the good marking. So anyway, yeah, you're right. That's how we could mark some kind of a summer type thing. And now we're into our fall-ish routine. And we get to have a nice cookout. We do usually people cook out here, do a thing. Mm-hmm. And we had, it was hot. It was 85, right? And then in the evening, it got cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we had uh, Shelly people. The show knows Shelly and, and Lola, my kid and fiance. And we, uh, they came over and we cooked out mm-hmm. and I decided, we, or I didn't decide, they decided that we wanted uh, marshmallows. A fire. Uh, yeah, yeah, a fire with, with uh, s'mores. They held, got bought the whole s'mores thing. Mm-hmm. So we lit it. We went out there like the two guys do and lit this Start a fire, <laughs> log, yeah. log of fire. And I, it was hot at first, but it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a nice day. And then we had uh, games here last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of nice. We played. Uh, what do we play. What's that gem game? I, I asked you like three times of this gem game. Is. It's, it's called, called
0: Curios. Curios. Curios.
1: Theme of it is that uh, there's what archaeologists dig sites, and you're sending archaeologists to go get gems, and some are worth more. Some dig sites are worth more than others.
0: Yeah, that's the some um, Boy, to say it's a simple game is. I mean, it's a simple game. I feel like I could describe the whole thing. Like, there are four colors, and those yeah. are the different types of gems. And each of those four colors has four cards. And they're the odd numbers, one, three, five, and 7. And one of those cards of each color is assigned to each color. And um, you... And that's the value... The sign, the sign, I mean, that's, it's put down it's, on the... It's put face down, it's, it's secret information, and that is the value of the gems of that color. Yes. And then there's a process by which each player claims gems, and it gets more expensive each time. And you go through rounds until, what, all the gems are claimed, of two mm-hmm. of those four colors. Yeah. And twice per round, um, each player has an opportunity to reveal one of their cards, so each player gets dealt the remaining cards so yeah. so you have so you have, between have, all the players with four players we had yeah. three cards yeah and so we knew just a little bit at the beginning it's a little deduction like clue yeah and then if people choose to reveal that information which gets them an extra pawn for buying that that's a, another mechanic then you get more information and yes. so maybe you start to figure out what those hidden values are what you think they are and that's just, that's the whole game.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's a deduction. You said that, right? right? It's just a, what, what, all the cards, we have all the information in our hands mm-hmm. or, or, or because there's only, the cards that are missing are the ones that are the points that we need to know, right? right? That that's what we need to know. So the, the trick is finding out what the other players have in their hands so that you know what you have in your hand and can make that deduction Mm -hmm. and you do that by their behavior sometimes what they're what they're going for what they're bidding on yeah Uh, and then they you know there's those those times like you said that you have they have the option to reveal what part of what's in their hand. right
0: and so there's some there's not a lot of like you know discussion table talk there's some like You can try to interpret based on somebody's bidding, whether they're like. Why
1: is Pat going all yellow? Yeah, yeah,
0: whether they know something you don't, or whether, you know, and then some bluffing comes into that, but you only have so much, um, like, buying power, so you can't bluff too hard, or else you're throwing away all of your um, stuff on something you know is bad to try and mislead. Overall,
1: I think it's simple, but deep enough. Like, not deep. Sure. Right? But. It's got, it's not just like a, a sorry or, a, right. you know what I mean? Just, yeah. a, you just play it and Oh, look, the game's over, mm-hmm. right? You, it happens. You, you feel like you got some things that are happening, some mental stuff you're doing. And then it, after we played a couple of them, it, it became a little bit even more like, why do you think that you, why do you think you're getting all those reds? Right? stuff like that, Hmm, something's up. Oh, Pat knows what's happening. Pat is doing this or Dennis is getting all the yellows. Dennis knows that he's got the five. So that, that was more fun. I thought overall. Um, we had some more people come over and we, Trotsky, our friend Trotsky brought over a game I played with him before called Dice Throne. Would you like to think about that game? It was six players and I think it was too much for six players.
0: Yeah, that's a, as I understand it, that's a dueling game. It's supposed to be played with two players or maybe two versus two. We played three versus three, which really made it such that, um, I only got a handful of turns before three. the game. We got three. The, yeah, we got like three turns before the game was over. And I don't feel like I got a good handle on the you Didn't we play an
1: hour and a half about? Or?
0: And, it, and it took a long time.
1: Yeah. To, yeah. to have three turns. There are a lot to. of
0: decision. It seems like there's a lot of decision making and reading when really like the core mechanic of it is just like Yahtzee. Yeah. Um, where you're trying to, you know, get a certain roll with three, you know, re-rolls.
1: Yeah, the, the general gist of this game, and I, th- I think I can do it real quick and easy. How's this? Imagine Yahtzee. Everybody <laughs> knows that one. We can start with Yahtzee, right? right. And, and now, uh, and st- everyone has different things like two of a kind, three of a kind, four of a kind, full house, whatever, right? Now, you get to pick a role or a character, right? And I was like the fire mage. Mm -hmm. and somebody else the monk or the paladin yeah and they have a sheet in front of them that says basic
0: fantasy dnd style characters and
1: you have a a a little sheet that says a three of a kind gives you this power and attacks for this much damage Mm -hmm. a full house uh stuns the players and does uh you know knockback or something Mm -hmm. and then but Dennis's character playing the monk may be totally different for his three of a kind than my three of a, right, a kind, right? Right. And it's not always two of a kind, three of a kind. They're, they mostly do have full house stuff. Some things were like three fires in a in a like three ones and a four. Yeah,
0: only only I think only one of my abilities was one of those Yahtzee or poker style hands. More often it was you know the and the the dice are d sixes. Um, and yeah. my, my one that was a bow, cause I played the, the archer, whatever she's called, uh, elf, moon, mm-hmm. moon elf or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, three of the faces on my dice were bows, I think, or maybe two. And one of my abilities, uh, just did straight damage for number of bows that I rolled. And right. it was, you know, three did this much damage for, did more than that and five did the most which
1: still going back to the old yahtzee thought like maybe you have the ones or the three four
0: of a kind and and yahtzee or five of a kind but it wasn't anything it had to be bows specifically yeah
1: Yeah, exactly so so you have which is another thing i I guess i didn't say while it does have the number every dice does have one through six on it Mm -hmm. Uh, you have uh, also die faces like symbols yeah Yeah. he, he had the bow you had the bows And I had fire on mine, but I also had like a stun marker Mm -hmm. on one side. So it was only one sixth of it was the stun marker. And, uh, you know, two sides were this, three sides were that. So, and those are used for the same thing too. Like, you can, if you have two fires on my die and a stun, then I get this ability. So it's, but the the mechanic of Yahtzee is still intact. You roll your dice, you pick some and lock them out, re roll others, pick those, lock them out, roll another one. That's it. Mm -hmm. King of Tokyo does it. It's just the oddsy thing. Uh, But it is interesting because every class is so different. You do have options upon, you know, while you still have random roll dice and there's those, you feel a little bit in control because you're locking things in. You you still have um, a couple times when you roll nothing. Right? Yeah. I think that's pretty, was pretty generally pretty rare though because usually you can scrape together one ability but sometimes i did have one of my times i couldn't do anything
0: yeah well yeah out of that um i mean because that happens in yahtzee right like Mm -hmm. you're trying to get a straight and you don't roll it and so you end up like putting two points in the twos or something yeah yeah. at the top and this game didn't even have that like if i didn't make my roll i think i had one i had at least one and maybe two turns that were just whiffs that were just a complete waste
1: yeah you you, because you had to go for that Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it does have, like, the Yahtzee. Everybody has the Yahtzee equivalent. Like, if you've got all sixes or something, and then, which is the hardest one to get all sixes, you do uber damage to everybody. Uh, so that's the basic game mechanics of it. I actually like the idea that someone... It sounds like something I would do in high school, that I would, like, like Yahtzee, but want to put my own little spins on it, and let's put some plus sure. some plus and some strength and stuff like that, and then just kind of develop that whole process. <coughs> I, I like... Um, I like that. I mean, I did like that. And mm. I liked that every character is very different. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're very, very different. Uh, I so much. So I liked it that I'm signing up for the Gen Con tournament that they've got there. So, um, I played it with Trotsky two player. Okay. I do, I do think it's too long six player for sure. Cause yeah, the reasons we, we mentioned, um, not enough terms, but in two player it's not, it's back mm. and forth. Sure. Um, I, I remember having distinct, uh, anger <laughs> <laughs> not anger the word's frustration of dice yeah you know when 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 things don't go your way and the other guys it's going their way it's really really frustrating yeah and, and i get that in games and with with dice i just really do and i love DD, you have like dice for my whole life but yeah that stuff always just gets
0: me D D has so much else to it though this is like i mean it's like playing yahtzee it's like you know whoever wins is the person who gets the most lucky rolls yeah, right. Who happens to roll Yahtzee, and if you don't roll Yahtzee, you're going to lose in a multiplayer yeah. Yahtzee game.
1: And I, I actually think if I was smart, I bet you the meta for that is like, don't go for the big things, dummy. Sure. You know what I mean, like, always just do consistent two, yeah, two of a kind, yeah. right? Just because I was always like, should I go for eight? Should I go mm-hmm. for eight? Like, no, just mm-hmm. go for four damage, and then move on, right? Right. And I bet you, if you do that, you probably just win. Yeah, probably. You're
0: probably right. <laughs> right,
1: uh, but we. You know, it's always those people, I'm going to get the Yahtzee. I'm going to get the Yahtzee.
0: uh, That's how casinos work.
1: (laughs) That's how casinos work. So, okay, yeah, we played that one. Then we played a DC DC deck building game, which is not worth mentioning because it's just
0: basic. You're basic. Old, old first generation deck builder, Mm -hmm. completely unbalanced. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I said off the air that the hero that I had, I, I felt like I was doing, I mean, you know, you play games and you have a turn, like we were just saying, you bust on Yahtzee and you you wasted a turn. I felt like I did well every turn except the one time where we were all lost our whole cards down to one hand. Yeah. The whole hand down to one card. And every turn I was like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm getting this, playing the mechanic. And I came in last place. Yeah. Like, what was I supposed to be Yeah. Nothing. Just not very just, well designed. Just nothing.
1: Yeah, it's... I, I like that you called it a first generation game. It's, it's one of those... It, we actually see them in a lot of things all over the world now, especially in... Well, sorry, for... Our European listeners, but for Euro games, sure. is that they have a concept. This one is a very basic, simple one resource mechanic thing with mm-hmm. basic deck building things like draw cards and things like that. And then they put bam, put DC superheroes on it, right? You know, like
0: yeah. And it it's sort of I sort of understand now why every deck builder has two currencies. Mm-hmm. Not every one, but most of them, like Ascension and Legendary, and you know. Yeah. Scores of others have a, you know, we call spendy and stabby, like a buying currency and a fighting currency. This doesn't have that. It has one currency for both, which is kind of cool. It's more flexible. But then you're like, what are you, what are you really doing? Like my hero and deck was aimed toward fighting. Like I wanted to buy quote unquote villains. Yeah. But then the villains were strong, but they're not worth a lot of points at the end. So Hmm. I didn't, uh you know I, and then
1: i like these games what doesn't come up what does come up right right yeah and, and in these original ones there's no mitigating factor to, to mitigate sure. that or to go through sure. things or to help you pick or no there's none of that so mm-hmm. anyway it's it's a fine game i keep it because i it's the kind of a of deck building games type right actually that's insulted katana I <laughs> say that. it's just one that you can teach easily that right. anyone who doesn't know anything i don't understanding even two currencies for like my sister would be like oh mm. wait I, they're stabby and spin I just can sure. can we just have one yeah so it's simple enough to that someone people know superman wonder woman batman and i could be like here you go your thing my kids used to play it and it was like the flash
0: sure know, so that makes sense i've taught i've taught legendary to uh not not, not non gamers but like ticket to ride level gamers mm-hmm. and they can figure it out but they get fatigued by the cards and the reading which yeah. if you've got a player like that like they're not going to be able to handle any deck building game. Yeah. well because they all have text on the cards yeah to say for what sure the cards do like that's the whole thing it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know somebody looked at magic and was like here's this cool thing we do with magic what if that was the whole game
1: yeah where we don't have to worry about yeah. current seasons so it's just like here's a basic most deck building games are that like, like just here's you know what a deck building game is okay this what this is go right right and what makes it interesting is what's on the cards and how yeah. they change mm-hmm. but actually it's one of the things i really like about deck builders is is that, that mechanic um that i don't have sure. to know now the, the the downside i will say as we talk a little bit about here about deck builders is that um If you play with people who don't know it, don't understand it, don't know what they're really doing, they they just it's the buy whatever's out there. For I've got three, buy the three. Mm -hmm. I've got four, buy the four. Buy the highest thing I got for whatever is. No matter what it is, no matter if it's good for you, no matter if it's good for not for you. I learned that
0: lesson when we, uh, my some of my family members and I lost a game of Legendary, and I realized that you have to be a little more strategic. You have to kind of focus because it's co op, like. I'm going to focus on this color or whatever they call the colors in Legendary, and you can't just do that because that's how I play Ascension. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever the best thing available for me to buy, I'm going to buy. And maybe I have a little bit in the back of my mind, yeah. like, oh, I've been buying the Max McCann or whatever. Yeah, I forget yeah. the term. Yeah. It's been years since I played Legendary or uh, Ascension. I haven't played Legendary in a while either, for that mm-hmm. matter. But um, yeah, keep like a, a combination of long-term strategy. But still, mostly just whatever is the best thing that's available, and really, that's how I played uh, um, the DC game. I just was always focused on villains because that was my hero. Wonder Woman draws mm-hmm. extra cards when you buy villains. That, that's right. You you, you recognize was that strong, there was like, supposed to be a strategy. I frequently yeah. had turns with six and seven cards, and I'm like, this should be good. But even with six and seven cards, I never was able to kill the the main, main thing. the main villains. Yeah. And all the people who weren't drawing extra cards got more power from whatever they were doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, that game itself is just
0: unbalanced. Old,
1: not. Yeah. You know, they did. That was the first one, and it was Cryptic Studios who makes like that mm. system, and they, um, they did other ones with that again because you can just swap out the themes. Sure, yeah, you know, and, and while let just say had this one had the flash drawing cards, uh, they would put a Lord of the Rings skin on it and make one with um, uh, shooting arrows with Aragorn. You no, know, it's the same things they would just call it not aragorn uh legolas right right. you know so they, they would just do that or instead of power you have axes for gimli and, they, and that's what they would do instead of wonder woman they would have aragorn mm-hmm. they would have, you know what i mean there's there's nine different people to choose from right yeah uh so they just use that system reskin it they did it for several different things different IPs. i think it was like street fighter they had also mm-hmm. on there and uh, for different IPs, and they were yeah, just like, it's, "It's great."
0: It's generic enough that you could. I mean, that's what they do with, with legendary, but legendary, I think, has a little more theme in the in the game mechanics than uh, than this one did. Yeah,
1: I, I, I really we talked we talked about legendary before. I really like legendary, but it's just so streaky is the word, right? Is it the word? Yeah,
0: like, it's it's kind of snowbally. I kind of burned out on it. About the same time that i bought the nice broken token insert for my main mm-hmm. game box <laughs> yeah because that's how it goes well the burning out
1: on it for me i would be playing it to this day buying more things if it weren't for the oh looks like uh there's not enough for th- us things for us to buy but the monsters are all kick- kicking our butt right, or mm-hmm. overpowered right like you just don't have the right monsters and the cards aren't out there it's yet for
0: the it's the ascension problem, or you know, and don't
1: play with four people.
0: Star know? Realms and Hero Realms is this way too. It's uh, well, yeah. Playing it at Gen Con competitively, I've said this before. Like, and and you were posting some of your ideas for the uh, events, <clears throat> events that you want to do, and I'm like, boy, there's, I it's I I can't think of a way to more quickly spoil or ruin a game for me than I can just play and not care too much about and have fun than to make it a tournament especially with strangers involved yeah because like i don't know them i don't care like if if we're gonna learn a game or yeah. do co-op or something like that's fine i can meet new people have fun with people but i take it like a silly kind of dumb game like smash up yeah and make it a tournament yeah now suddenly all of this rng or you know random <laughs> yeah random yeah number stuff yeah it's just like goofy maybe annoying once in a while a little frustrating when you're just hanging out with your friends that you can just get over that that you're now like it's some dude and his girlfriend and they're both playing but he's not attacking her because it's girlfriend and he's helping her and they're also getting good lucky draws and and winning suddenly all of those random elements are now things that infuriate me yeah And and i've stopped having fun yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure for sure uh also, the things about those tournaments is that when you do a tournament like that, it's a whole different kind of game. Legendary was, was the worst. Legendary was the worst kind of thing I think you can make for tournaments because it's got co-op but not co-op, right? Like The most important thing is that you do beat, win, but nobody goes to win because the, right. you still score or whatever, you know, because they have in the tournaments they still have to score you even if you lose. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, but um, I learned about that game from uh, the show series uh, Tabletop. Table mm. time with Will Wheaton.
1: With Will Wheaton, yeah.
0: And in his description, he's like, "This game is cooperative. It has a scoring mechanic, but you can just ignore it. It's more fun if you ignore it. It is more fun if you just ignore it." And aside from when we went to Gen Con and played Win a Box, now suddenly that scoring matters, and I'm like, right. "Oh, I don't want to." It's like the scoring in the Lord of the Rings LCG. Yeah. I'm like that. Yeah, that's there, and you can score. Like if you play it a lot, you're like, "Oh, yeah. I'm beat." I'm not just going to beat my this mission, but I'm going to try and beat my high score yeah. at this mission. And I'm like, that game has enough to keep track of already. Yeah. Without trying to figure out scoring, I'm like, did I beat it or not? Because yeah. it's so difficult. Like, give me, give me a pass. Fail. Oh, that
1: for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we did, I've done Win a Box three years for. Mm. Upper uh, uh, Deck does Win a Boxes for their games, card games often. Right. Which is neat. You play one hour and you win one person table wins. Whoever wins wins the box wins the game. Mm -hmm. That's pretty freaking cool. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, And uh, but it's different. First off it's one hour. So it's using a whole game. You know it's like okay, we just shut it off here. A lot of times it's introductory. Other times you'll have it's just with anybody. So you have sharks come in who like have Mm. been playing it forever and they're they're here to get all the boxes so they can sell them on eBay. You know um or give them to their little cousin or whatever right uh so but i did learn after our third time first off the first time i ever played it i played it with with our buddy fox Mm -hmm. and he randomly won the jerk yeah uh but he was really excited about that
0: well that's the when the rng and the the snowballing that you talked about like yeah like you have a a bad couple first turns and somebody else at the table has a good couple first turns well now they have stronger cards in their deck so their turns i mean it's snowball. i'm just describing snowballing
1: uh, the, well, the other thing, too, is that uh, after, by the third year, I had realized that I'm not supposed to be playing the game. I'm supposed to be mm. playing one hour game to get the most points in one hour
0: oh right right that, that's
1: all that mattered wasn't
0: it, it, you don't play until the game's done you play until the timer timers aren't and whoever's right high so score. you
1: if you have a certain if you only have a certain amount of times it doesn't matter if this card is good or it's not good if it gives you four points, points then three points
0: yeah. you get that
1: points right and then your deck can be terrible mm-hmm. right it can never help you it won't help your team it won't do anything <laughs> and you can all lose but by the end of the hour by the third year guess who won a box for big Dark trouble little china Gotcha, right? right and everybody was like, well. We're not doing very good. And I was like, because I have a terrible deck that has no synergy. means right. nothing. But right. I knew I had the most points. Yeah. Like, I You're just doing the opposite of what
0: I, what I was saying earlier about, you know, we lost the game. And we're like, okay, we need to, like, sort of specialize. And who's, what you know. It was a funny it was a funny experience for me, too. Because we lost. And I was like, well, I'll pack it up. Maybe play something else. And my, siblings, my brothers and sisters who don't play as many games as me are like, no, let's try it again. Let's do it again. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's my, like, uh, uh, aversion to to failure, loss. Kind of brief digression from that topic. Um, I know our buddies uh, for a year-ish, whatever, have been talking about a video game called Hades.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this. Because uh, I heard you got it, and started yeah, playing it.
0: I've had it for a little while on the Switch. And it's a... What kind of game is it, first? It's a roguelite, as they say. Um, which means you die in the
1: game, and then some progression happens, but you start again.
0: Right. So the so the the um, the the characteristics of a rogue like are games that are like an old game called Rogue, which is a game that is very maybe not necessarily very difficult, but it has no respawns and no lives. Yeah. It's like playing Diablo in hardcore mode, if people yeah. know what that means. Um,
1: or just Super Mario Brothers.
0: Sort of. Except, except ex- Three lives and then you're except dead. Except there were lives and there were like... Um,
1: but the basic. Like the basic first original.
0: Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you die in a roguelike, you start over. Yeah, um, it's over. A couple of years ago I played um, uh, Dead Cells, which is a yeah, side-scrolling uh, roguelite. This one is um, isometric top-down. So not full top down, but like Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what they call Rogue Light, which is like a Rogue except there are some little upgrades that persist. Mm-hmm. Um, and more and more of these games uh, will have uh, branching choices. Um, the most popular of these a couple of years ago was a card game called Slay the Spire. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you'll get to, um, you'll get to an upgrade point, and you have two to three choices, and you pick one of those. And so you're sort of building your your character as you go on a run, as they say, through through this game. And um, and yeah, and I haven't played a lot of Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, so this
1: is this is the m- most recent ish. Uh, uh, craze for this, like the or the, yeah. the pop, most popular game right now yeah. for this kind of Very genre, popular, Hades is, is the one. Um, if you like this kind of genre.
0: Yeah, I think it came out last year. I forget exactly. But anyway, I have it on the Switch, and I played it just a little bit at home. And then um, I played it the other day. I played it a little bit earlier today. Um, and I'm getting a better feel for it. Yeah. You know, the idea is... Even though lights have a little bit of um, upgrades you can do as you go, the progression is still mostly you getting better. Um, whether that's, uh, you know, making better choices with your upgrades or starting like this one has um, a couple of different weapons. Like you start with a sword, but pretty early on you can get a bow mm-hmm. and you choose before you start the run. Whether you're gonna, right. whether it's a bow run or a sword run, and there are right. other weapons I haven't unlocked yet, but, um, you know, you instead of just like leveling up and your character becoming stronger, you have to get better at, you know, dodging and weaving, and dodging and and using the abilities, and
1: that, that's why when I, I when, when I, I heard you guys talking about that and like oh I just died because I didn't do the dodging, so that feels like a very frustrating thing to me because. That reminds me of what, a game called Dark Souls, which is why it's just very mm-hmm. b- brutally hard. And if you die, you're, you're done. And you just start all the way over. Very, very difficult games. People like those very, very difficult games. Right. Where you have to, you just, as they say, get good. Sure. Like, the only way you can win that game is if you get good. Right. So, if you, people say they've won Dark Souls, that means I immediately know you invested a lot of time in sure. it. Sure, sure. This person played a lot of time and is really good at, at that kind of game. Mm-hmm. At, where, you know, that... You know, 3D isometric game or whatever kind of game, they're really good at it, right? If you beat yeah. Dark Souls, you're you're good, right? Not because, like I said, they're like a master, but because iteratively they have done it so much and had so. M- it also tells me they had incredible amounts of patience. Yeah, I mean, so Hades made me th- that also, made me feel for that.
0: It with a, and I don't know, I've never played any of the Souls likes or Souls Dark Souls games themselves. To me, those are characterized by the Monster Hunter style uh, slow um unforgiving combat yeah because it's in full 3d and the weapons all move sort of at realistic speeds yeah um i prefer the ones that are a little more arcadey and so is
1: hades more arcadey
0: yeah because it's um it plays a lot like diablo not not as frantic um you do have a health bar yeah um which i think i think dead cells did too um so, you have a health bar, but there are very few ways to heal. Um, and maybe there are more. I haven't gotten very far into the game. Um, for me, it's always a kind of like, make get, get my head in the right space for it, right? Because I, no, I don't normally play these kinds of games. Like, I much yeah. more play like normal mode Diablo or MMOs or things where you don't die very much. And when you do, it's not a big deal. It's a mild inconvenience. You run back to where you were mm-hmm. and, you, and you keep plugging away. Um, but, yeah, so just like getting my head in the right space and going, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to progress until I die. And then I'm going to have to start over. And that's just how it's going to. Yeah, I like, I know. don't, I like, if you know what to yeah. expect. I like, Ro- that I like
1: roguelikes in general. I, I, my description for like some people who don't know all the time, I always say, imagine you're playing Super Mario Brothers with Mario and Luigi, the original one for the for mm-hmm. Nintendo Entertainment System. You play through it and you die and you got made it to world four. Right, and and you die. Well, you got. You, everyone has to start over. Right? right, there's no like starting at world three. You start over. Right. Um, well, but this time, all the coins that you made, you get to go spend at a shop to maybe make Mario's jump a little higher. Sure. So now this time you're playing the whole game, and now his jump is higher. Mm-hmm. So you can. It helps you to make it to world four three. Right. Right. So oh, ne- now I'll take that money and maybe make his jump longer. Right. Or mm-hmm. something like that, or a little bit faster. So that's that's what Rolex. And I actually enjoy that. I think it makes. Like a, a good, if it's long as it's a good basic game that you're playing. Yeah. And fun and fun to, to play repetitively.
0: It's a, it's a more arcade kind of experience. Yeah. Um,
1: but, but what it sounded like was that, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I heard that one post you made, was that uh, the, even the first level is hard. Well. Or are you just enjoying it
0: still anyway? I, I tried it a couple months ago. And got through a few levels and then when I pulled it out again the other day, um I got through I think I got through a couple of runs where just getting used to the different mob types and how the how the different weapons work and then got to the first boss and then died on the first boss. And I was like, Okay, I'm gonna take a break. And then um I got on it earlier today on my lunch break And got to that boss again and killed her this time. And then, you know, paused it after that because I had to get back to work. But, yeah, yeah, so it was like learning the, you know, learning the techniques and the, um, you know. And there's a little bit of of randomness because you have, um, you know, the selection of upgrades you have available is different. Um, This game also has a thing where each floor... The floor is like a big room that's, you know, just beyond the edges of the screen, at least what I've seen so far. And you have to kill everything on that floor. And there will be some monsters when you arrive. And then after you kill enough of those, usually some more will spawn. And you do that a few times and then um, something will pop. It'll either be an upgrade or it'll be one of the currencies. And there are a variety of currencies. I haven't figured them out yet. And then some rooms will have more than one exit. And there will be a little icon that tells you what the next room is going to have in it, I guess, as its reward. So if you're like, I'm low on health, this one's a health icon. That's about, I don't know. I've picked up a couple of the other icons, but there are a lot of icons. I haven't really figured out what they all are. So you have a series of choices as you're going through. um, And then you do enough of those floors... And there are some mini bosses and then you get to this named boss that will talk to you because there's a, there's a story.
1: I was, was going to ask next, like I have yet to play a roguelike that has a story I played.
0: Yeah, there's the a nightmare.
1: Of the Wolf or something like that. There's,
0: there's a, a, there's an amount of story in this where I'll you are, um, you're playing as a guy who I think is the son of Hades. Okay. And you're trying to escape the underworld. Okay. And, at of the full moon, the um, the various Olympian gods uh, will help you, right? Okay. So when you find an upgrade, it's one of you know it's Zeus or Artemis or um somebody's boon. They're off, op- and they'll give you three options, and you pick one of them. And then over time, um, new ones will introduce themselves.
1: Is there an end?
0: Like, Hades has an end? I assume so.
1: I, I, and I could be wrong about this, too. I remember things like Slay the Spire and things like that mm. not having ends. They're just, like, randomly generated maps that you go up to the top, and then there's bosses, and then the, you go to the next. With all
0: the story in this one, I mean, there's probably an endless mode. Yeah. But I, it seemed, because, because there's a first boss, and it when I went through it again, I got to that same boss again. Um, and Dead Cells was this way, too. I think you can eventually beat it but it's like because it is you know um, um hardcore mode it just takes a long time
1: mm-hmm. i, I I'm, I'm always turned off by the prospect of a miss pac-man uh meaning that you play mm-hmm. 10 levels all of a sudden the screen color changes mm-hmm. and you're like oh i'm in a new area and then you go you 10 more levels and screen color changes again you're like oh i'm making progress towards the red level or whatever right we're clearly going to run out of colors at some point and then if you're really really good you get back to the beginning Right. It's, it resets back to black screen, right? You know, like, oh, there is actually it's no ending. This is just a facade to keep going and forever. Less, like a duck hunt. Yeah. So of. so that means that, like, no matter what my progression points and how I've got to get at the bow, I'm I'm just doing it just to get better at the bow, not to, like, win.
0: To just get further than you ever
1: got and before. Than ever got before. High score. Yeah, it's yeah. high score. High score teams, reasons, Right. Yeah. Um, so, and that's not really as interesting to me. Uh, I can hear our buddies on in the back of my head saying, "Well, as long as the game is fun to play, then who who cares?" Sure. And that's fair too. Um, but I, I do. I, w- I would like to see it. And that Hades, maybe it's because I think the time I saw pictures of Hades, it looked like it had some story, or there was like mm-hmm. the anime things to the side coming out. The guys. Well, you can and...
0: you can tell because our friends who have played it always put censor tags on there or spoiler tags on their, there. There um, you go. Yeah. Like, why the would you spoil Discord, something in Discord chat? Have... And they're like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and they kept, they mentioned it to like uh, Hollow Knight being a, a mm. I don't think Hollow Knight. I haven't played Hollow, Knight's Hollow Knight a Metroidvania for sure but Right. Um anyway, yeah, that's uh, I'm going to I will buy that game someday, <laughs> but I want to buy it on the PlayStation. Mm. And and I, and I they, want it to be on a discount, it's I think not think a. Been a,
0: discount. a couple of them played it on PC and I think I don't remember if I saw it on sale or if I was just in the right mood when people are talking about it, but I bought it on the Switch.
1: There 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 have been sales I know for the PC, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it just just recently came out on the PlayStation, so they're not having any sales on it sure. right now. Sure. But as soon as they have a sale on it, I'll I'll pop in there and grab that game. So it, I think playing it with a PlayStation controller on TV will be something that I'll enjoy. Um, so that's that's where I'm going to go w- with that game. Uh, okay, so moving along, we had... Uh, oh, um, side note. I was thinking of something we didn't put on our list to talk about tonight, but I forgot. We uh, got to experience our first... Uh, ceremony of eternal bonding
0: last week you, you did i missed it
1: oh right you know yeah so this is for so, those no this is our final fantasy talk real quick just yeah. just real quick
0: yeah ff14 yeah
1: um i haven't played for a little bit because it's just like life has been busy and i want to play same. um it's not saying that i don't want to get back at final fantasy definitely do <laughs> I'm, I'm on it still i'm definitely in, in it um but i did roll it hard for a little bit coming back and, and just going right. back and doing life So anyway uh, our buddy had um one of our guild guys our, our good friends uh, had a it's the in-game marriage i yeah. guess is what it was yeah. i have no idea of the actual relationship between the two people but
0: <laughs> none of us do. Right. he's been very dodgy right which which is, which is which fine. Is, is fine uh,
1: but the point of this conversation that, that we it was like the systems that they had in this game is cool like i've never mm. seen like like that right like they you pay money okay and yeah. there's tears
0: to, to get to get invitations. I've seen the stuff on the store um the the cash shop pay real station, money in whatever, this mMO for a yeah you pay for a for a pass or something and so he did this and sent out invitations and in the game like little icons in game they come in the they come in the in game mail and uh our buddy Pete and I um attended the original scheduled ceremony and it was like you go to a certain place which is this cathedral out in the in the woods in gradania it's not used for almost anything else just just yes yeah, it's just for this and it's they put of, in the game for a it's kind of on the edge of the map and then once it got to the time 7 p.m we were able to go into this like waiting room and it had couches and we sat and sort of like figured out what our our um, glamour outfit was going to be i just used the one that i had because i really like it
1: from, from a steady standpoint this is still fascinating right like yeah yeah it's this th- there weird... is there is no game to this at
0: this point no right? it's right. it's 100 percent like role play but not not really but yeah sort it's of. the
1: cool it's it's again fascinating in a good way like it's yeah it's such a social thing. Right? Yeah,
0: we did, It was what was amusing. What was amusing to me is that so the game has uh, what they call emotes, which in a, a video game like an MMO, an emote is a is a pose or an action that your character will like do. Wave. Yeah, you say you type slash wave, or you press the button for the wave emote, and your character will physically wave. Not because it's pixels, but you yeah. know what I mean. Physically wave, or dance, or bow, or. You know, I have one. This game has a lot. I have one that'll pull out a beer and chug it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like toast and and chug it.
1: So in these kind of things, those are perfect like ways to convey to to sort of
0: sort of communicate. And one of those is um, is called change pose. So if your character is standing, you can use that ability, and they'll cycle through a handful. They're like four of them if Mm -hmm. you're just standing, and they're like hands on hips, or the Makode, the cat people will like put put both hands behind their head and sort of lean back a little bit, widen their stance. Um, the, the character that I play, she will, um, sort of change the way her feet are or she'll shift like people do in real life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it
1: doesn't look as video gamey. Yeah. So maybe you want to just
0: change. You want to stand slightly differently. Yeah. And Pete and I were sitting waiting for the rest of the people in the guild to, to show up and start this, uh, Start this ceremony. And so we went up to the couches and sat, right? That's Mm -hmm. one of the emotes. And he and I both discovered at the same time that you can use that change pose while your character is sitting. And they'll switch between like cross their legs, uncross, sort of lean forward, sort of lean back and cross their arms. (laughs) And then um again
1: i think it's so i'm gonna use so, the word fascinating it's like such a they like they put so much detail on it's such a something. really
0: small simple kind of thing and that was what he said at the same time aren't you like, slaying
1: dragons and working on, right. on talent
0: systems but they're like aren't, aren't you supposed to be keeping beast tribes from summoning primals right but
1: instead you know they put time and attention to different poses for sitting yeah. in a chair yeah. at a at a wedding. So yeah, so you did that and we we're we we're just saying and yeah, then
0: we hit a we hit a twenty minute uh timeout. I think maybe one of the participants wasn't there or they didn't get there in time and so they had to reschedule. Then when they rescheduled, uh I wasn't available because I had uh family in town. Yeah. But I think you were there. I did it did. So you got to see the actual
1: Wedding. Ceremony. Ceremony. Right, right. Again. Weird that this is in a game. It's not weird. It's not weird at all. This is a social thing, and if and MMOs are a perfect intersection, there are theses written on this kind of thing on 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 social interactions mixed with game and play with whatever. MMOs are a different space.
0: It's a kind of game that is immersive in a social way. Like you, you sort of live in them if you play them a lot.
1: Well, it's it's just like. Back when I very first started playing MMOs and describing what an MMO is, I always describe it as a game and a chat room, mm-hmm. because because back but then there were chat rooms. You go in right. and you just talk bulletin boards or text rooms yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. and you just chat, right? Okay. And that's what people use it these things for. You you can go into a game and play. Who Those who don't know a lot of games are going to play Pac Man with other people. Or you can just have your Pac Man guy with on, a, on an area that has no ghosts in it, sit there and have him sit in the corner and then just text <laughs> to the person that you're playing with. Right. Right. And you just have then you have a conversation. So that brings this whole concept. And I don't really want to get into that part of it. But it, this is this neat thing that we had here was that they built a support system for this non game thing. Right. Right. They're, it's not just a chat interface that they're improving, they're improving, they're giving you social things that are purely for no advancement of that right right? and 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 they did it full on like so i went in there they had full cut scenes there's a Mm. a a character who is like an an, a robot ai non player character who's Mm -hmm. the officiant and they say something and then the other person says something you know the participant says a thing they say a thing and then they step forward and they i guess they do a an emote or whatever it might be to trigger the next part and then a cinema scene cut throughs with these two characters that who the mm. bride and bride or bride and groom or groom or groom or whatever it is the two uh, people and you see them together joining hands or whatever and then it goes into a next one and they do the next step so it's just like a ceremony mm-hmm. with these two people featured in a thing and then at the end there's big celebrations and it was all over and we all stood up and people were doing fireworks this is the coolest time for this kind of a neat thing and we were very happy and excited for things it. and then we all went and actually played the game which was just as fun too nice. Like, nice. like we all went afterwards and like hey uh now that we had this uh wedding thing let's go kill some bad guys run a dungeon you know, or whatever which which was neat too like i would is not that the coolest thing if you could go to a real wedding and then the bride and groom were like all right let's go slay some dragons you know <laughs> or, or or even better like um you know let's go play some soccer or go play some right, whatever right. you know same kind of thing. Like, instead of, no, we have to go talk and have speeches and do a whole thing, it was like, let's play some games that we all like together. Which is, right. So that was neat. I thought it was fun. I, I still love reading about these kind of like social things with mm-hmm. stuff and the, the idea. I'm a big supporter of him. I'm a big supporter. I, I have known, I worked with a guy. Uh, I got him into playing EverQuest. Mm. Didn't get him into He just asked me what game I was playing. He was fascinated. He played it. Um, met somebody moved to tennessee mm. and they got married in, right in real life fell in love got married and we all know this happens there was somebody i knew and this was a long time ago when this was everquest mm. sort of what it was and they were uh gotten this thing and everyone else was super judgy
0: mm-hmm. right
1: who don't know anything about this that video it's, it's talk about right people say now they, they meet on tinder they meet on match or they meet whenever that's you know, oh, I don't want to tell them that. Back I think, then it was games. Yeah, you know? all
0: that stuff gets easier and easier all the time. I always it forget does. this, but um, when, uh, how do I even say this? There's some people I don't really know, but they go to my parents' church. And the a married couple, the wife, I think, had a couple kids before they got married. And the husband is from England. Mm-hmm. And they met in Final Fantasy. Sure. I'm pretty sure, unless it was another MMO. But at the time, I had never played Final Fantasy. I mean, I had obviously heard of Final Fantasy. as yeah. you know, one of the most recognized video game franchises. But I'd never played the MMO. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a supporter is the only thing I can say to, of people finding each other that way. If I think there's one way that you can find a thing is you go and you're all, you like going to the ball game. And you meet somebody else that goes to the ball game, and you're all the ball game, and then you kind of fall for each other, and then you like see each other outside the the ball game. Mm -hmm. That is great. You know, you have interests together, and you're always going to have that thing. And and video games are the same way, right? You're interested in this, especially with MMOs that have styles and things and whatever you might like. And talk about being able to find stuff. Uh, You know, I'm supportive that at some point, you know, moving it on to uh, outside the the game type stuff and uh, seeing each other and stuff. That's got to be such a huge, interesting exciting thing i i love it i'm i like people finding each other in in games and starting with friendships you know shared shared interests and then moving on because we don't we don't have to have the bar scene which people think of or sure or church meetings or whatever it might be that you typically are made to people mmos can do it that's cool it's super cool and again i'm not saying that's the, that's our friend and their relationship i have no idea but I like that they they've got a setup for this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, moving along from that little side bit thing, uh, what we got here? Um, you want to talk about Ted Lasso?
0: Um, did we talk about this last week? Just a little bit because we had Just a little bit. We had Bill on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, not, it's not
1: really a fair one to talk about too much because. They don't really progress. It's
0: kind of a transition. So uh, this is going to be spoilers if you're not caught up on Ted Lasso season two. It's loud in this room. Um, yeah, the previous week they sort of set up that like, oh, all of these, all of these, you know, seeds, breadcrumbs of, of you know, drama, drama or conflict are potentially going to be paid off. And we didn't really get that. Mm-hmm. We got, you know...
1: Almost Ted, more build-up, almost. Ted,
0: Ted still conflicting with the therapist through the whole episode. And then a bunch of other characters dealing with their interpersonal drama and issues. Between, like, there's some relationship drama. There's some ego drama. um
1: Maybe and we a, don't even know what a, Ted's drama is. Maybe a really.
0: couple others, and we still don't know anything about what. Except Ted for is maybe going his family. I'm sure it's related to his family, sure. but um,
1: yeah, you know. it, this it, it. I love that we people all judge things early on, like sure.
0: Oh, this series
1: doesn't do that. I don't like Stranger Things because these first three episodes are terrible mm-hmm. until you realize that they're they've got a plan all the way through. If, if it's a good show, they have they're episodic but still have the the tie together. And, and I think this one may be leading towards. Um, Mental. The word mental health means a lot. Sure, it's broad and has a lot of stuff. Yep, absolutely, but that there that mental and emotional health is something that everyone deals with, no matter who you are. Even like they even fictional characters have an emotion. If if you're real, you have emotional things. Sure, and Ted doesn't seem like a real person ever. Like he, <laughs> Ted Lasso does not. Yeah, right. He, if anybody, he is not a, a normal character. He's he's a caricature.
0: Sure,
1: but then they but then like they did last year, they give him real emotions which makes you like saying oh i love it so much i think they're doing that this one not just with ted but with other people too on the staff team right etc etc so um yeah we didn't get any any resolution from it we just got kind of more they're they're building nate up real big they're Mm -hmm. i don't know what they're doing with Roy and Keeley except making them the best couple ever um because i love roy he's he's my dude um yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Except we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more when we actually hear what Ted's. Well, if we ever have a pa- powerful Ted episode, I did like how he went off on the the therapist lady, mm-hmm. which also makes you feel that this is a real thing because Ted does yeah. not get mad. No, right. And and I like how they resolved that. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy is a, a stigma for so many people, in, it's in, a, a, in a
0: very misunderstood profession. Yeah,
1: and. Ted said the audience surrogate that everyone says when right. he yelled at her, you don't know me from Adam. You're seeing from me for 50 minutes, but you're charging a ton of money for an hour. Mm-hmm. You don't care. It's your job to do this. And why would I ever tell you from Adam? Right. right? And he just stormed up. And that's what every person thinks about therapists yep. in general. And then the next day she comes back and he talks to her and she says she something She gives great. him
0: the perfect yeah. response. Says, would you coach for free? Says, yes. yes. But do you? No yeah, ma'am, <laughs> no, no
1: ma'am. Yeah. Do do you care about your players? Yes, I do. Right. Why would you say I wouldn't care about the people that I work with? Right. I was like, that was that was great, and it made him, knocked him didn't knock him down, but it made him like understand yeah. Yeah. and see and, and open up to what therapy is, right? Um, and that's good. So I was always on eh, this therapist person, but mm-hmm. I think the idea here, maybe they're they're trying, their underlying moral of the story Slowly. is that therapy is a good thing right and therapists are good people you know mm-hmm. that's kind of neat i mean if you're writers or something and you have a thing to say right doing it on a sitcom serious but not serious you know it's kind of cool mm-hmm. and i never feel like they're preaching me at ted lasso they're telling me a moral of the story but right. not really right you know uh, which is great so if you don't like being preached at you know ted, ted lasso is pretty good to mm-hmm. teach you some things oh what else do we have here this week dennis
0: uh, uh do you want to talk about our movie
1: we had a movie this week. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. We were both late on this one, right? Yeah. We've oh, yeah, doing yeah. a lot of stuff and for the holiday the and traveling, and traveling and, and all this stuff and busy. Uh, this is, um, uh, our 2020 movie. No. <laughs>
0: all right. This week we are talking about Glengarry Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, 1992 uh what genre would you call this
1: talkie 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 yeah. i have no idea what
0: genre this is i don't even see a genre tag on IMDb. Uh, it's
1: um uh, acting workshop yeah
0: yeah I, it is acting workshop that's was, what this is i was about half an hour into this when i paused it because we were gonna do burgers and stuff on on monday and you gave me some of your sort of impressions after having watched you you'd seen the whole thing already yeah. and so i had that sort of in my mind and i honestly like i sometimes do with movies but i think in in this case was less less egregious than in a lot of others mm-hmm. um is i listened to it more than watched it mm-hmm. you can um, do that 100 here yeah and as i was listening to it i was like yeah it's just like so an incredible cast right like absolutely everyone Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, Helen Arkin, Ed Harris, Kevin Spacey, Jonathan Price. All
1: dudes, all white dudes. But yes.
0: All all like well-known established especially since like I don't know how yeah. big Alec Baldwin was at the time that this was made, but he's, you know, This is uh, one of the ones
1: he's even known for, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um it's almost like these characters individually or at most, a couple of them. There's there are a, a handful of scenes early on that they're all in, and then the rest of the movie is just a couple of them, and they come in and out. It's almost like a, um, like a theater. It it, it felt like it was
1: watching a play. the
0: Characters come on and off the stage. It's got to be a play. And they just talk. These these guys just take turns. What do they say? Chewing scenery.
1: Yeah. Nice. That's a good. That's right. A good term. They're
0: just they're just talking over the top, like they're furious or they're they're impassioned or they're yeah. or they're fired up about something. And if you ever wonder what
1: chewing the scenery means, watch the show. That's, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And there's a there is a story sort of that goes through. Is there? But there's no conclusion. There? <laughs> there's no. There's and, no conclusion.
1: There's no real drive. Kind of. And
0: everybody's everybody's wrong and everybody's right. And it's over. And it's over. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't... I honestly can only guess that some writer or director maybe was out mm-hmm. there and was like, I got this great idea. And I, you know what? I've got good friends. I talk to people all the time. We have poker nights. And we talk with this guy and this guy. And I, I talked to Al Pacino. We're good friends. We hang out. And we get we get each other. And I bet you if we could all get in the same room and just act our asses off, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. And we just... Let's give them the most asinine, <laughs> you know, role with that don't really matter, and say, "Okay, go." Right? Like, imagine this, and then have these iconic people do what they want to do. Right? I, I remember Al Pacino getting in for his scene, his time. Mm-hmm. Which it's his turn. It's his time to go. He talks for like ten minutes straight, yeah, doing Al Pacino, right? right? And you're like, "Whoo! Okay, we just watched an Al Pacino, Pacino movie." Everything else from here—that's the scene. That's the scene, right? No, now it's Ed Harris's turn. Right, and Ed Harris comes in with guns blazing, right? And he just goes off like, well, whoa, and,
0: whoa, they're just—and these guys are—they're all salesmen. Yeah, well, even Jack Lemmon
1: does his stuff. Yeah,
0: and uh, and Kevin Spacey's character is not a salesman, but he's managing salesman. Yeah, right. So he's he's doing—he's the target work. a lot. So throughout, when they're talking to each other and sort of ranting about the injustices and, and I say injustices but they're they're basically complaining yeah. the whole time about these bad leads Yeah, and you're like well I listen to Alec Baldwin and it's like it's, it has nothing to do with the leads it's just they're bad Yeah, and then as the movie goes on and they you see them try to make sales you're like no they are bad leads it's yeah. like somebody at one point one of the one of the potential customers is like my wife signed up for a thing five years ago and you people won't stop uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like just really aggressive, predatory sales. Yeah, salesmen. So, so Glenn, and,
1: Gary, Glenn, Ross. I guess we, you know, what, real quick, Senator Ernest, We didn't explain at least to someone who doesn't know what the heck we're talking about. Sure. That the premise is that these there are a bunch of guys who are what would now be called telemarketer people. They're salesmen who calls on the phone to try and get you to the, buy fake the, real estate. They're real estate or,
0: salesmen, but they're selling like investment real estate.
1: Yeah, like very uh. You know wink wink nudge nudge kind of real estate like it it's not really worth what they're selling in the brochure kind of type thing. yeah I guess like none it, of that it feels that, is, that way
0: none of up. that is really clear it's all just you know yeah. done in these in these guys talking. and, they, and they're
1: doing he, when you said predatory it's right it's like it's it's a, in a way that they are pressuring everybody's had that where they're oh you know what it's like um oh, timeshare people mm-hmm. it's just if everybody's been in a timeshare thing mm-hmm. this is movies about that so it's just these guys Trying to make these high pressure on people sales. And they're given at the beginning an ultimatum that if in like two days they don't, or two or three days, if they don't make a ridiculous amount of money, they're all fired. That's the big scene from uh, Alec Baldwin where he's like, you know, cl- coffee makes yeah, closers. Give, yeah, you know, given closers the big speech.
0: And that's all the lines that people yeah. say are from that one scene early on in the movie. And and then it, that's
1: it it's each of these guys yeah, getting it, it plays into the personality
0: lows. of these characters they're all like a little bit diluted a little bit um deceptive. Well, they, run, they run
1: hugely highs and super lows yeah right like yeah. say
0: like all sales do and they're and they're all just um they're talkers right mm-hmm. and so like they're you know something good happens and they're talking big something's bad and they're just complaining about it they're talking and talking and talking and there's no like i said earlier everybody's right everybody's wrong because none of it is genuine there's not a there's barely a hint of genuineness at any point it's yeah, just all they don't care about and bravado that yeah. and yeah um and and talk it's just all talk so to i was i was looking at this while you were saying that the director here is uh, James Foley, okay. who I'd never heard of. Yeah, he's known for a movie called At Close Range, After Dark, My Sweet, this movie, and House of Cards. He directed twelve episodes. Okay. With his buddy Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey. I probably shouldn't say his buddy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. That, we don't know. Uh, and the writer is uh, David Mamet or Mame, uh-huh. and it says based on the play by. Oh, there so, we go. So confirmed. Play. Based play. on a play. Because of yeah. course there's no like you could do all of this on a set. Like totally. on a stage. Yeah. People come in and out. Like there's a couple of scenes in a car, but you yeah. don't need a car. Obviously. Yeah. You're just like the bar set, the um and on a, the on a stage, set, you could just like a few props. Yeah, move itself. move a couple props back and forth and you've got yeah. different sets. Yeah, 100 percent this yeah. could
1: be. And and 100. percent you can see Uh, high school teacher well maybe not high school but like college classes where they're like we're going to teach acting you're going to get an acting scene Mm -hmm. and this is that scene and and i don't know how much of this is improv but it sure felt with these guys that they're like a lot of uh, of improv of they're like just okay here's your motivation yeah go right and Mm -hmm. then once your scene's over they they all they all gave way to the next person right right like al pacino didn't keep up his thing once his his scene and motivation was done fulfilled and he he did a scene. Mm -hmm. He just sat back and watched the next guy and was in the scene and basically went, yeah. Right. Right. You know, that's all he did. Yeah. Um, There was some clever back and forth, you know, when they, they did the um, the kind of team ganging up on the guy at at the thing with Jonathan
0: price at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He's the customer who comes in and like, now they're going to give him this smoke screen. Like one of the others, um, um, Jack lemon is going to pretend to be, Another customer, another customer and he's good. Just going to keep BSing yeah. this guy. Yeah. They're, they're,
1: they're all him. bad people. Like they're all bad. Like, what I would consider bad people. Like, yeah. Salesmen who are just out to get you. Right. Take every penny they can from you. Yeah. So in that standpoint, I didn't like it that way there. I don't know. I'm jump kind of weird to weird final judgment on this, but sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a good acting thing. It's like to watch some great, um, I'm gonna, I know just throwing something out there, but like white male of the 90s, early, sure. early 80s sure. uh, actors do their great profession, right? Yeah. Uh, and you should watch it, talk about it. I bet I think this should be in theater classes mm-hmm. to talk about what are they doing here? What are they doing there? What defines this guy? How is this guy different than this guy? Right. You know, that is great. You know, and how is he different from before? Um, but
0: yeah, it's, it's not almost...
1: engaging inter- or entertaining or
0: yeah it is I mean, but to a certain kind of person, I'm sure that it is, and that sounds super rude when I say that, but um
1: if you're not into the artsy part of it
0: yeah it's or or if you're not like you know into sales and like, if you're not ironically yeah, into if you're
1: it, into sales, I bet you they love it sure yeah um i and i know I know people that are in that industry, I, yeah,
0: that's this <laughs> I know that this is is on some people's um maybe not like top 10 movies or whatever, but it's something that they watched at a certain time. And so it was like, Oh, you know, maybe the first movie they saw with a lot of profanity or something, Mm -hmm. or they were just drawn in by the charisma of the acting that's happening in this.
1: A lot of it is intense acting. It's very intense. It's like as hard as I can go. Mm -hmm. Right. How hard can this actor push the F word? or You know?
0: Yeah. And so it's, it's almost more of a It's not subtle yeah it's almost more of a case study in like a style of writing and acting than necessarily a entertaining piece of work on its own and we had yeah. a we had quite a few movies on the 100 movie poster that were both of those things mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like here's a um you know here's 12 angry men i was I was right? thinking that whole like, thing yes it's it's, it's trying to be that it it's it has many examples of distinct and and notable forms of filmmaking yeah. and acting and cinematography and blocking and and set design and all of those things but there's also a compelling story unfolding um, exactly yes keeping yeah. you engaged yeah. and so, i was
1: thinking 12 angry Men too that it, it harkened back then because maybe because of the limited set and, and the right. contained things and all yeah. dudes
0: um but that's another thing you could do on a stage yeah right because exactly, it's a bottle totally. Basically. Um,
1: But exactly for the reasons I kept, when Rick kept talking angry man, I was like, man, I don't want to knock this for saying it's not as good, but it's not as good. And I think mm. what you just said is the reason. Final judgment in that is that I I don't liked I didn't like the fact that there was no point. Yeah, you know there was there was no goal there. There was no moving. It was just an hour and a half or something of almost. Of watching, it was less than
0: two hours, but like an hour thirty. Watching
1: or people. Or when they get anger or excited and going off. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's really all it was. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not I'm not knocking it. Would I? Would you recommend it to people, though? Say, hey, guys, go watch this. Like, would you put it in there? Right you should go
0: watch this show. Like, maybe in a certain context, yeah. you know, if somebody.
1: I can not get Al Pacino. Is, or I don't, ex, don't get.
0: Is expressing interest in some something. And I'm like, you might find this interesting. If it's, you know, somebody's trying to sure. get into writing or. Or. Right, you know, just really interested in the history of, the, or or to see like young Alec Baldwin acting, yeah. and because I only I've only seen you know I only know him older like yeah. thirty rock onward. Yeah,
1: I, I I mean I've seen him from from a lot of other shows beyond that. I think of him as Beetlejuice, and I think of him mm. as, as uh, a Tom Clancy as um, Jack Ryan when he was in After uh, oh. October. Okay. You know, you know, so I've seen him in a lot of things. Never before had I seen him so intentionally mean yeah and angry and then and you think he is this guy is over the top angry and then proceeds to have every person over the top angry yeah today like, like, oh he's just doing the same thing he it's this was his turn right you know. so anyway yeah i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't i can't think of anyone i would suggest to watch this except people who are interested in acting and acting like yeah yeah acting that's it if, if you are an actor person right go watch it You'll like it. You'll be amazed and fascinated, and probably put it on your top <laughs> list. Um, and then say, like, "I don't know what you guys are talking about." Right. Uh, okay. So n- next week, well, we're, you're you're here this week. We yeah. got Gen Con coming up soon, so we got to pick something. But uh, I picked a thing for us that you know, whether we get an opportunity to watch it together or not, I think it'd be fun. Uh, Clerks. We talked about this with Clerks Fox.
0: With Fox, he's a big a couple weeks ago. He's a big um, Kevin Smith fan. Kevin Smith
1: fan. Um, what was it we were talking about with him? Was it Much Ado? Yeah, it was Much to do About yeah. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And he had brought this up. So if you go back and look at that one. I, I've seen this. I've seen it a couple times, but a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I've seen it once, maybe twice. But again, it's been years and years. Yeah,
1: I watched it once all the way for, through, for sure, the first I watched mm-hmm. it. And then I think since then I watched it a couple times a piece.
0: Like okay. uh,
1: 30 minutes at a time.
0: Or a scene at a time. I've seen... Let me see if I can remember the Kevin Smith movies that I've seen. Mallrats, you seen that one? The first one yes. I saw... Because as I've mentioned before, when I was in college, we had free movies on Monday. Hmm. The first one I saw was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, <laughs> and I was so lost. I was like, this is wow. dumb!" Just to th-. and of course, it's fully referential. It's one of
1: the dumbest of all
0: of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I saw that one. I saw Clerks, wow. Mallrats. Um, what's the What's the Church one? It- Dogma. Dogma. Um, Chasing Amy. Did you see that one? I. Th- think so. I think I started it once with, got Renee Zellweger with some friends and um, uh, Jennifer Tilly, I think, is in that. Is that too? Was, yeah. um, and we're like, oh, this it starts out Maybe really it's not rough. And it. so I went back and watched it on my own at some point. It was like in college or right after when I was watching a ton of movies. I think that's actually a good age to watch. Now those. that I'm counting them out, I'm like, I've actually seen a
1: quite lot of a few. Them. Most of them, Most actually. Most of them.
0: Yeah. Um, I think we started watching. Which one did they just sequel?
1: Oh, uh Clerks,
0: Clerks 2. Yeah, Clerks we, 2. We were all together. No, they, Fox they, was down. No, no, no. And, or was it Jay and Silent Bob 2? It's, it's
1: a Jay and Silent Bob one. Because because Clerks 2 actually was a Clerks 2, and they're making Clerks 3.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then I, I saw Clerks 2 also. That's the one yeah. that Rosario Dawson is in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she's in the servant. I saw pictures uh Kevin and Smith. And we
0: started Jay and Silent Bob 2. With Fox and everybody here, and we were like, at some point, like 20 minutes in, somebody was like, Is anybody enjoying watching? <laughs> and we shut it off, which yeah, is a It's, it's just know, not wild that fun, yeah. Sort of thing.
1: If you're a big fan of all those things Dennis just said, then that movie was good, but otherwise, right. it was not at all. Um, the clerks, uh, Kevin Smith is super jazzed, kind of guy as he is, mm-hmm. and, and his Twitter's all full of all clerks three stuff, and he's got a picture of. The people, all the cast from clerks, the main cast from clerks okay uh, and which includes- rosario dawson mm-hmm. uh, in together and it, they've come in this there's comments all over this too is that like she looks like she has not changed one <laughs> bit and and she in matter of fact she looks even more beautiful than she even right. looked then, right. and all those look like a bunch of old men, like they're real old people now, right, right? they're in old, their sixties or late fifties right. Uh, and then you got Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Like, wait, this does not fit. Right. And, but you can see the pictures where they did now and before; they look so different. And she most looks, most recently,
0: you know, um, Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka and Tano, Ma- Mandalorian, or um, Night Nurse in in the Netflix yeah. Marvel yeah. shows. Well, she Dare made Devil this X-Men. like
1: early '90s or something like that. The yeah. clerks and 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 these guys made it the same movie. They were at the same age. You can't see them headlining in a in a, a Luke Skywalker as Luke Skywalker in an action movie now. The, no, Kevin Smith isn't going there and being it, you know, the, the, or Jason Mewes be the. Hit, but Rosario Dawson could definitely be a Tano and a, an mm-hmm. awesome action hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I found that amusing. Um, so yeah, we're gonna watch. We'll watch Clerks. I uh, I do remember it, enjoying it. It's got full of one liners type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's it's sets and scenes. Not and... even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting watching this and talking about it on the show because a lot of the stuff is centered around bad language or bad talk topics. Right. And well,
0: I mean, we just talked about this Glen Gary Glenn Ross no, movie was full of profanity, also. Right.
1: So. And, and this movie, well, it's also this. This is one of the ones that I have a hard time recommending because it's the uh, the topics they talk about sure. are, are mature, mature, <laughs> uncouth, yeah, type stuff. You know, they they'll talk about. Genitalia, and then go real deep into it, and you know
0: that it reminds me of our conversation about Ted Lasso, where I couldn't, I had a hard time showing it to my parents because I forget, like, I'm so focused on Ted and how wholesome he is that I forget all of the, like, quote unquote, gross stuff. The English characters, I mean, they're swearing a lot, but then even the ones that don't swear a lot are. You know, talking about very explicit adult content,
1: yeah, and it is. ted has that, I forget yeah. that too, yeah. I, I totally because it drops in the background, but yeah, right. But this one, it's up front and center, yeah, so for sure, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it again. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it because I, you know, some of those things will be good. I think maybe it might uh constitute like a little drinky drink nights one because mm. <laughs> I think some of those are the best. There's some right. movies that are good yeah. with, with those nights. Yeah uh so yeah cool man we gotta that's a big list we've got and it keeps growing we gotta we gotta stop growing it
0: you know? but people give us suggestions and yeah, i just it, it's how it works
1: Ooh, we got a xanadu one there are gonna add it to the list
0: yeah i don't that one's gonna be bad are these on our, are these
1: Almost are on our site stuff. these are uh you've got these listed right on our,
0: yeah i i put them in the listener column which means one of our friends suggested it
1: yeah xanadu
0: mm-hmm. okay we'll go to watch that one that's uh, We've been playing the game Xanadu on Board Game Arena. Oh, have you? Okay. I'm very familiar with the song Olivia Newton-John from the 80s, but I've never seen the movie. So I was like, should we watch this?
1: Why not, man? Why not? Uh, okay. So last like 10 minutes or so, Dennis, we're yep. we're going to come to... Um, oh, wait. Before I get into this, I was, I'm going to talk. About, I'm gonna ask a little bit about your Gen Con readiness. Okay. okay. Uh, but what I was going to... I wanted to make a comment. I don't know if you've seen this or anything. I have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And she's old now. And she did watch Blue's Clues. Okay. So that show is 20 years old now. It
0: sounds about right.
1: Yeah. 15 to 20 years old, right? Yeah. I think it's 2001 or something like that, or five. It's right rare right on there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So, those kids who watch Blue's Clues are adults. Right. Right? Um, so, and I know you probably don't know anything about Blue's Clues.
0: Well, as I've, I don't know, maybe... I'm, I'm sure people listening to the show will know that I have many siblings. Mm-hmm. Several of them have been on the show, and I've name-dropped most of them. if not Maybe not by name, but at least mentioned. Um, my youngest sister is 21, uh, so she definitely was a kid and watched Blue's Clues. And I think some of the older ones did, too. Um, you say 20 years. I was in college 20 years ago. And I remember once with my roommate, because, you know, we had dorms, you know, just just one room, dorms. And we had one TV, and I turned it on one Saturday morning, whatever, and Blue's Clues was on. Mm-hmm. And he's still, like, trying to sleep in, my roommate. And I'm watching it, and <laughs> I'm doing the, because it's, I don't know if kids shows still do this, but this was in the era of kids shows where the like the door of the explorer yeah. style, which I did not really see, but where the characters on the TV would talk to the kids, would talk to the audience. Yes, right. And then they would have I don't know how they did it. Maybe they had studio kids, you know, kids in the studio to react to stuff. But you would hear voices of other audience members talking to him, mm-hmm. talking to the characters. And then he would talk back. It's sort of like the children's television version of a laugh track. Yeah. It's more interactive. Right. Um, Which which is
1: part of the thing that pulls
0: those kids and Yeah. And so anyway, I'm in my college dorm room and he's talking. He's like, he's walking. And I go, a clue, a clue. (laughs) He's like, you see a clue? Where? I go, it's over there. (laughs) And my roommate is like, dude turn that off <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah that, that was 20 years ago and so I, great well, well do, there you go you've got, clues, clues. you've got most of mm-hmm. it you've
1: got most of it that's what it was uh, and not not that I, I watched it much at all either but the uh, for even with the kid there um was that um,
0: sometimes i mean back then we didn't have you know tablets and smartphones and stuff and we maybe TVs. just had one or two TVs. definitely didn't have netflix maybe you, know? you maybe you had a backup tv that like just had a VCR or something and you only had one TV hooked up to the cable or the antenna. And And it's whatever was was on. Whatever the kids want to watch because it's raining and there's nothing else for the kids to do to keep them, you know, occupied. Like, whatever they want to watch, if they want to watch Toy Story for the hundredth time, like, we're all watching (laughs) Toy Story. We're watching Toy Story, right.
1: Well, so, Steve, the character Steve, Steve. was a guy that was on there. And he Mm -hmm. was always happy. The show's a a happy thing for Mm -hmm. little kids. I, I guess... What five years old maybe kids probably four or five balanced. years old, you know. They, he, I love that you described how you described it.
0: I like, remember Steve. I know they replaced him at it some was point. Joe, but right? I stopped uh, watching. It so, that.
1: so he uh, he was Steve, and the way you described it was perfect because that's important. Mm-hmm. He would talk to the audience. Yeah. They would pause so that the kids, just like you did, <laughs> would yeah. you know as a funny joke, but they would respond right. right. And it's over there. The clues, clues. Oh, I'm going to clue, clue. I see it, and he'd go where, what, what, right? He paused. It was a very interact roll you in type yep. thing so steve formed a relationship with these little kids and i think it was only a year into that that he quit okay steve quit and it was abrupt it was like mm. parents noticed it because on one episode yeah. the beginning of the episode steve walks in and says hey guys i'm gonna have to go but here's my brother joe and then joe comes and he goes say hi joe he says joe he says all right see you later guys he's your new best friend and then he leaves and that's it <laughs> Right, he's just gone, and he's just gone. Wow. Right, and they're like, "What happened to Steve?" All of a sudden, there's this Joe guy for the rest of the show. It was only like a year and a half, but everybody knows Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. So here we are, twenty years later, and it's been on the all the internet the last two days. Mm. Is that the actor put a a, a, a tweet, I guess, out? Okay, a tweet, and it sounds like it's terrible. It Don't me worry, very nervous. He put he. It was a video, okay. not even a, like two minute video Quick. of him wearing the like Steve outfit. With mm-hmm. kind of a st- uh, blues, Clues background. Okay. And he's talking in his kind of st- uh, Steve voice ish, yep. talking to the, the camera. Mm-hmm. And it is the most sweetest, little endearing thing ever. Mm. Like he's like, Hi guys, you remember me? I remember you. Because he's, <laughs> he's talking to 20 something year olds now. Yeah. He's totally talking to grown ups okay. that were like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, Sorry, I left so abruptly. Can we address that? Can we talk that? I just want to mm. let you know that I went off to college. And uh, mm. it was really important for me. And it's something that I really needed to do. And I learned a lot and I've really grown. I'm sure you've doing that. You're probably doing that right now. And it's like, this is a cool message to let you know that you're a little childhood. And he says, I'm really glad that we're able to stay friends. Mm. And, and it's like, Oh, that is so cool. That's sweet. And then, and then he says like, things have been hard. I know it's hard for you. There's so many things going on right now and you've got life and probably kids and jobs. He says, but it's all okay. We're all friends. And then he says goodbye and he looks at the camera and is like, you look great. Whatever you've been doing, keep doing it, you know? <laughs> and he walks away. And like, this is a totally unsolicited, normal thing that he put a little message out there. Like, I'm nice. I'm here. Like, how cool is that? that a tw- I didn't realize 20 years ago when these kids are five years old, now they're 25 years old. Mm, and their yeah. little blues clues guy comes back nice. out so nice. anyway watch it even if you never watch blues clues it's a neat, neat little two minute thing that, sure. that that steve gets to talk about nice. all right two minutes left uh dennis what are you doing you ready for gen con are you ready you get the house plans
0: You're yeah mentally i think so i didn't uh i didn't make a lot of detailed plans for events i think i'm going to uh tag along with her fox as he meets with publishers and and interviews them and talks about their games and
1: I think a lot of people are less inventive, not just like you and Fox or me or anybody else. I think a lot of people. Yeah. Connor, are...
0: I, I was a, I was not a hundred percent sure that I was going to make it to the mm-hmm. event, in at all, uh, the the con, and so yeah, that that prevented me from having Even the motivation to, to to figure out like scheduling events yeah. and all of that. I, I
1: had not because, and I always do. I'm one of the biggest ones to preplan everything mm-hmm. with that, and. Uh, here I am, the day right today when this is recording, like uh, two a, lessons, week away. a week away, yeah. and going through the events catalog and doing stuff, which amazingly I can still do. And there are st- things, sure. but I think because there are still things is proof that um, people aren't or are, were unsure of what it's going to happen this year. With is, mm-hmm. is it still on? Is it not still on? Are they the right? Thing? Is it masks? Is it, is it is it vaccinated? It's all the the stuff, right? Yeah. Should I go? Shouldn't I go? What's the orange, green, blue colors? What's the, There's so many unknowns. That I have a feeling that most people were in your boat the mm-hmm. same way. And I was. I definitely was. Is Sid going to be there? It's not going to be there. What, what are we going to do? Right. So, um, and here I am now, like, okay, I know it's a thing. know it's happening. And now I'm making the event things. But yeah. it feels like, you know, uh, well, looking at my spreadsheet now, I'm going to have a full, nice, good time. Mm. Uh, and I'm I'm jazzed about it. But I have a feeling most things are going to be for most, not just our friends, but for everybody, just chilling you know, rolling with it. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot low key. I have a feeling it'll be a lot less, I'm guessing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to write Fox's schedules. Like, like if you had, he did mention that some people were dropping out mm. some publishers. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just because, you know, they're maybe not sure about the safety, but not today. sure about safety. It was like, you know, COVID messages mm-hmm. are worried or their companies are doing whatever. So, right. Um, But you, you, uh, our friends, including you, have a nice, nice hotel—the nicest, closest hotel we've ever had, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pre- pay a pretty penny for it, but right, you know, it's one of those you got to do type things and, and see what it's like. You guys yeah. are going to be able to stumble back from the thing instead yeah, of it's a couple cabbing or anything. Think, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Sid and I were when we we're talking about. It, it's like we're just going to probably walk over there and see what they're doing half the time. And right, are you going to go to Izzy and Harry's for lunch every day and dinner? And,
0: yeah, I learned today that they are still there but a couple of the places that we know i mean last time we went 2019 scotty's was already gone they had oh out. yeah that's that right place yeah, my right. brothers like to down. go and a handful of the other places that we went every year either completely gone or or just that location is gone like ram is gone and, really and granite city is gone no kidding i don't think comp- like there's still a granite city in the airport I but, but, but,
1: but yeah the, the one
0: downtown is it's gone it's, it's either empty or it's something else Ooh. now
1: Wait, yeah. it's just going to be a different feel to it yeah. there uh, Sydney and I saw as we were planning was the uh, um, they have the event it's like the fan appreciation event where okay. party on the plaza is what they call it I see and it's it's where they have like they usually unveil Sun King, has, Sun a, King has a thing, thing. Yeah. they'll have a, a band playing and then you know maybe give t-shirts or swag mm-hmm, or something like that mm-hmm. um, I saw that and I forgot about that and I they're having it but it looks like you know they're having it And like, well, that's going to be where a whole bunch of people congregate. I wonder if I I plan on walking by it at least and seeing like that'll give me a temperature of how many people are at Gen Con. Sure. Because it was always crowded, tons of people. And if it's thin this year, I'll know Gen Con in general. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's going to I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're it's four days of gaming straight Mm -hmm. straight straightforward. And it's a Mm -hmm. can't believe it's a week away.
0: It's coming up yeah I, I mean that's that's the, the schedule for my we, we didn't say that that at the beginning when we were talking about me coming down here with my camper is mm-hmm. i'm going to stay through through gen con and then um probably head back north where it's not quite as warm and it's a little bit of packing and moving still to do at my parents place and yeah
1: yeah and go that's, from there that's how, how we're leaving how, how's it you've been in there like two days how, how's it how's your life in two days two days in the camper
0: Still, still figuring stuff figuring out. out yeah. um,
1: I saw your nice uh, workstation thing. It's kind of cool. You get like it's
0: yeah. Fits. There's it works. There's there's just enough space. It's a little it's a little cramped to sit in there and work. I'm, I'll probably have to work out something different as I as I get. But I I cooked on the stove for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've done that. Uh, We're
1: going to play Final Fantasy. See like you you out in the camper and me in the here you'll see like a, yeah. how, how yeah. long periods of time you can we go. sit there and play there we a game go. but
0: i've i've adjusted to sleep the mattress is memory foam so it took me mm-hmm. some doing to to get used to to sleeping on it and it's been cool enough in the evenings that i can open the windows and stuff i run the ac during the day especially with the computer in there it's just oh it's too hot to, this room
1: gets hot yeah. with, with stuff yeah
0: um i don't have enough like fans and stuff to to not run the air conditioner during the day which is a little annoying but i think when i'm actually camping i'm gonna try and chase the more mild like they'd say chase 70 to yeah. try and find the the more mo- um you know moderate climate
1: mm. north
0: and south throughout the throughout the year
1: i think i think one of my, I my plan is is uh right now we've kind of got my uh hopes uh little truck kind of in the mm. front of your, where I would consider your front lawn. Right. And, uh, that's going to go away this weekend. And I wouldn't is mm. we're going to put the tiki torches out for you so gonna, <laughs> And then you just set the camper chairs out. So you get like a pr- proper lawn. Nice. You, that'd be nice. cool. <laughs> so you just sit out there all night. Like, Oh man, he's out there in the nice, I'm sitting in his house. That's <laughs> nice. that's funny. All right, man. I think that we got it. We saved a couple of lives tonight. We've got lives right. saving in the future and, yep, yep. and making sure the hospitals aren't full. Let's we'll start doing our job.
0: We'll have some movies to talk about next week. and. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah oh yeah that's right we're we're, we're hopefully hopefully i saw shang chi mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna go see it again and hopefully you will see that too and the free guy yeah
0: double double feature double feature guys go
1: watch that and we'll talk about it next week
0: and we might our buddy fox might insist on joining us to talk about kevin smith next all right you've been listening to the front porch this is episode 211 211 thanks as always to our friends at geek scholars movie news and lrm online Uh, If you want to reach out to us via email and give us suggestions to add to our list of things to watch and discuss, uh, you can do that via email. That address is frontporchpod at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, frontporchpodcast.com, and fill out contact forms or comment boxes on the episodes there if you like. Uh, If you enjoyed The Front Porch, please consider subscribing on the podcatcher of your choice. And while you're there, if you leave us a positive review, we always appreciate that as always thanks so much for joining us and until next time i'm dennis and i'm michael for the front porch night everybody see you next time